and welcome back to the long-awaited episode three, season one, episode three of the Snooters podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, uh, Max Singh. How G'day. you doing, mate? Thanks for having me on. Hi, I'm doing well. You feeling nervous? Uh, nervous? Talk yeah, a little now. bit. Um, you know, a bit of a false start so far, but yeah. Uh, just when we're about to start, we had a drop-in, celebrity <laughs> drop-in. SK. Sean Collette has joined the chat. It yeah. was, not even joking, literally <laughs> five seconds I was into my intro and Sean Collette walks through the door. Yeah. Unannounced, yeah, uninvited, but he's here. That's yeah, all that matters. Yeah, yeah. So the original idea was that we would have single episodes in season one of the podcast, but I mean, we're breaking all the rules, Plans man. change. Breaking all the rules. Othos. Othos, he says. Yeah. Now, we had a bit of an issue. It's come up in the chat. The situation is this. We all looked at the story. We've all seen it. Maddie Kern's private story, listening to episode one of the podcast. How do you reckon she found out about it? And why do you reckon she's spreading it? Matt, please tell us your thoughts. Uh, look, I, I probably shouldn't like weigh in too heavily on this, but I, but I will. Um, <laughs> but I will. Yeah, I will. Uh, look, I think if I was in Rob's position, then I would feel the same. I would probably feel the same and react the same because it's, you know, he's at stake there. But at the same time, if I was in Mason's position, and I don't, obviously we don't know exactly what happened, but I think if I was in his position, then I'd probably feel the same as well. Like, I'd feel a bit fucking targeted. Oh, hold on. We're getting a we're getting a, a getting phone in. interrupted. <laughs> we're having a phone in here from Joel McClure. Well, wait, wait, he's what, giving what, me a what ring. What did Bobo say? Well, Rob's upset about it. He he's not comfortable with wait, his. Uh, I think that's fair enough. With oh. his podcast being shared, which yeah, it is sort of within the boys. But right. yeah, I mean, for the question of uh, how she found out, fuck, oh. I don't know. Maybe maybe he told her, but I mean. Yeah, that, that's really. I think it's all that has down to, to say, her. Really. No, I think I think it's fair enough. Uh, boys, I'm just going to interrupt you real quick. We have a call in, a call in viewer, Joel McClure. You're on the podcast right now, mate. You've rung up halfway. I was just, just going to. I texted him in, and then I knew you'd fucking start. So I was <laughs> going to say, read my questions, but I guess I can ask him now. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah, we got a couple of questions from a phone in viewer. Are we early days or what? Yeah, we're, we're, just, no, we're actually we're two started. minutes in, mate. Two minutes in. Oh, fucking hell. Right, first question for Mr. Singh. Can you see your dick over your chest? <laughs> yes, <sir>. Oh. <laughs> um, what, soft or hard? <laughs> soft or hard? Oh, hard, hard. Yes. Yes, it I can. peeks out? Yeah, it peeks out. There's a bit of a crest in the middle, uh... Of, of the two Is mountains, so. Oh, well, That's fuck, I've never, I've never heard that angle on it, but... <laughs> you know, I, I've got an average size... No, mate, I've got an average size penis, and I'm alright with that, to be honest. Oh, next question. Is it true that you go fishing so much because Michael Singh refuses to eat anything other than fresh fish... And that's the oh. kind of food you have in the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bit of a seafood agenda in the house, and that's definitely oh, that right? definitely driven by Michael. Uh, but no, I'm fucking enjoying my fishing. I think that's pretty clear. I enjoy it, and get yeah, no, he, he does get a bit he does get a bit pushy when it when it comes to I've been out fishing all day and there's no fresh fish to eat. 
at, at times it's been controversial. Yeah, yeah, at times it's controversial if nothing's caught. Um, but yeah, no, he enjoys it. Um, I was gonna say to tell the Trevally stories. Maybe just maybe just save the rest for the rest of the episode. The Trevally stories. Yeah, yeah, no, come up later. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to it. The, the big old GT. But Joel, we're just gonna have to cut ah. your time here. We've got yeah, it. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, you're, sure you're you only the second person today. We've got we've got Sean Clare in the room right now. Oh really? Yeah. Ask some listener questions. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. All right, Joel. All right. I'll see you later. See you later. I also say one thing. You know me, mate. I I legit thought that like the podcast would just be like random people. I thought the podcast would be random people in them. So I don't know the first episode was just you and Wiley. It was, the first episode was me and Ned. Oh, I don't know that the one episode was just you and Wiley. So that's totally just... I, I think that's fair, honestly. Because I thought, when, from what my perspective, like a third-party viewer almost, is that I thought that it would just be enshrined between the lads. And like when it's just like when you tell a secret to someone. Right? Well, it is. Yeah, I think I know, like the know, content of it is definitely the within the group. The same things happen to me. And it, it doesn't feel nice. I um, think it was, it was highly clear that... It would. We originally tried to upload it on YouTube in a private video. Yeah, well, I think I that would have been ideal. I, I think. May, okay, maybe it could have been made more clear, but I thought it was just a private thing between us lads just to listen to. Um, well, I thought that was the idea, but this yeah. is where we ended up. Though. Yeah, I mean, it was the only way to get get you, our word out. Did you delete out. the episode with Wild on it? Uh, I haven't yet. I'm gonna wait. Why? Uh, why is that, Joe? Why is that? Because it's just such good content, and I just want to see if he changes his mind. And I, I know I'm selfish for saying that, but oh, you know, interesting, at the same time, interesting. Oh, I can delete my, it. My, my and controversial is, is with Riley, dude, and I don't like being recorded saying stuff. In general, yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah. I would feel exposed. I think if I was, yeah, if I was in that position, but I, I will. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, pro- I'll delete it probably very soon. Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll give it a heard, last heard it here first, so. <laughs> Stick yeah. to it. Wait, so who's not going to Dylan's night? Uh, well, we will. We, right, anyway. We're not going to talk about that. Anyway. Ah. Uh, we've got a next, next, next topic of interest. Parramatta, mate. Where did it come oh. from? Where, what is this? Well, you've obsession? picked a good one, mate. You've picked a good obsession. one. Obsession. Where did it begin? Uh, this is, um, you know, some people might think this isn't a great reason, but. I'd say it began in grade 12, um, maybe even grade 11. I was pretty late to the party, and mm. I'd say bandwagon, but they actually weren't playing that well to consider it a bandwagon. I didn't think Parramatta were any good until just recent years. No, so. yeah, recent years. I Like, before I watched it, maybe one or two years before I was watching them. But anyway, the point is, so I was hanging around Ephraim, and this little fuckhead, Greg Kearns, do you oh, know him? Yeah, Greg Fucking Kearns. Greg Kearns got oh. me into para because every week he'd come around and just do the stupidest shit. He'd come around and be like, ah, para, ah, <laughs> ah, Jimmy, did you watch para this week? And he's just fucking unbearable, so annoying. So, but I picked up on it anyway because it was just fucking funny. Like, So Greg Kearns is the godfather of para. Greg Kearns, dead set, got me onto para. <laughs> and, like, the level of his chat was, like, Ah, oh, boys, what are you doing this weekend? We go, oh, nothing, Greg. No, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm going to be watching footy and porn. Like, <laughs> well, all right. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, got my phone in the TV. I got the porn in one hand and I watch the footy in the other. <laughs> he do did a stupid laugh. He's, do you reckon there's something funny, wrong bro. going up in that head of his? I don't know. Honestly, he like, it's pretty funny. Like, 
Yeah, to be honest, it probably is. The short answer is yes. I'd say there's something wrong with him. But Walking around, just you know, oh, making that public to everyone. Walking around with this stupid look on his face. But no, he, he has a funny um, sense of humour. Yeah. Like He's got this 50-year-old bloke sense of humour. <laughs> walking around like, yeah, yeah no, nah, that was funny. He, and he definitely got me into it. He, he didn't need the, the podcast of his own to be exposed to get his no, secrets no. out. Everyone no. just knows straight up. He just walk around just what, saying what this shit. What you see but, is what you get. Well, yeah, yeah, very real guy, the real Greg Kern. But, um, yeah, it started as a stir, really. Like, I'd just go and stir and take his side and be like, <laughs> oh, Greg, how shit with power on the weekend? And, then and it pretty much developed from there, like... The, from the diehard fan. Yeah, from the act of watching the games to stir Greg to yeah. actually, like, watching the games and, and supporting building them. building a para bar. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. the bar. It, it all happened very quickly, to be honest. The bar came up, mum got on board, and she bought me some Parramatta apparel. <laughs> uh, which um, mm, para, uh, which everyone's probably seen, but it's you know the bar mat, uh, something on the wall, some flags the and shit. Chris the chair, Martin, the yeah, chair. and then that that as well. I mean, that was really nice from Chris. It's a real good setup. It is, yeah, and it's it's hopefully going to be uh, reborn. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be reborn at the new place in Arana whenever um, that happens. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I, in in one way or another, the para bar will be back. I can guarantee that. And speaking of the footy in general, do you have a favourite player of all Ooh. time? So you can pick anyone that's ever played the game at a professional level. Yeah, right. Probably should have given some thought to this. Yeah, um, I asked. I asked Ned this one. I think yeah. I forgot to ask Riley. But Ned, I'll bring Ned it back. came up with um, Semi Thiday. And uh, what's his name? The guy, the dickhead, uh, Joe Alloway, or however he's. Oh, said Alloway, it. whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, Josh Alloway. Um, yeah, fuck. My favourite player. Um, You're going to have to think fast on your feet. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to say Mitchell Moses at the moment, honestly. I think he's... Um, it might be unpopular. If you don't know, he's the Parramatta halfback. I know Mitchell Moses. Um, he's good. And you know what? He, he can be good, but he's constantly like in the trenches, I reckon. like he, He's constantly being criticised. He's mm. not up to it. Can they win a premiership with, with Moses there? And I think given all of that... like. You know, every single year the media will come in on him, it's got criticise to his defence, his kicking, his attack, his directing. And honestly, he seems to keep it together. And I think, like, in response to all that, he probably is the answer for power. I think he is all those things. And he, he can he can be the player that wins a grand final for us. But Just like Paul Vaughan and the Bulldogs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. He's the missing piece of the puzzle. Um but yeah, no, I definitely admire him. He's a fucking good footy player. That's pretty obvious. So now, Paul yeah. Vaughan. Some people say I'm pretty much a genetic clone of Paul Vaughan. I've got, mm. I've got the tan. Yes, the body. I can see it. The short pants wedged up your ass. <laughs> now, the one player I've said I've said this to you multiple times that you remind me of, Hindy Nathan Hindy, old para legend. He's on the. I uh, yeah, Bloody I don't John hate show. that. I don't hate that. And so what is it like? His chat is the same as you, calling yeah, people chat. chat. Just yeah, Fletch and Hindy are fucking funny, aren't they? Like together, they those two are hilarious. It's a, it's a comedic duo that some would say me and Sean were back in the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good input, yes. Sean. Yeah. Fair enough. No, no they they're fucking funny. Good Parramatta man. I'm, I'm just gonna sit back and listen to the body, I reckon. Uh, you're, gonna, oh. you're gonna join the viewer, oh, viewer's man, perspective? I, I don't wanna incriminate myself here. I'm just gonna listen. Okay, stay scared, yeah, man. Right you're too afraid to speak up. 
Anyway, we'll go. We'll move on from the NRL, and we'll go. We've had this chat with multiple um, participants in the past. Mm. School, and we talked about this with Ned. Final day, English, Miss Gary. Interesting. What happened? What happened there, mate? What was that about? Miss Gary on the final day flirting with that whole group of boys, and them just. You remember? Come you on, have I to remind me this one. Oh. Was this was this over the porn thing? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Oh fuck me, that was bad. <laughs> Actually, some funny stuff happened on that last day. Was that the same day as the water balloon? All that shit was going on. I think so. I'm. Um, all the maybe muck up. Maybe it was muck up day, but I had a remember she it was. She got a whole big thing of pizza and no one paid for, yeah. for it. And then a bunch of chocolate, chocolate milk hilarious. for everyone. She she spent like three hundred dollars on pizza and milk, like genuinely. Mm. And I reckon about four people paid her. Like, she's a good soul. Nah, she was too good. She was too honestly. trusting. She too was too trusting. trusting. It was yeah. She trusted me and Mason to sit sit together at the oh, back and do work. Yeah, and I think that, that never happened. Her patience was pretty much unlimited. Yeah, <laughs> in terms of what she'd put up with in the class. <laughs> and yeah, that, that whole porn chat. That, was... that last day, ah, oh, that really fucking pissed me off. I just remember hearing. So. What's hardcore? What, what does hardcore uh, mean? What, so what happened was we were sitting in Gary's English. It was me, Jell, Mason, up? some others, Hamish, uh, who we were mates with, all sitting in the back. And somehow porn came up. And this English class was the whitest class it was the biggest ever fucking been in. Like, look, a bunch of like probably smart guys, but just the biggest fucking nerds I've ever seen. And... They were all there, like, the, the kind of people who really fucking lap up attention from teachers like Miss yeah. Gary, and it's particularly her. They fucking loved her attention. And um, porn came up somehow, and it was on a... Oh, fuck, how, should, how far should I go here? It was on a certain class member's laptop, um, <laughs> and she... Um, I don't know if even, like they were watching porn or something. No. It just came up, but they ended up crowding around, and she was there like... Asking these questions like, oh, what's hardcore and who's that and shit? And like, who's this porn star? Who's and your favourite? Man, the fucking energy. Like, the boys was, were just going fucking crazy. They were like going mental. On a chip. Yeah, like everyone, they were fucking running around giggling like, <laughs> the teacher said porn. It was, it was, a, ga- like, it was a gangbang. She like, was the fucking one in the middle. Yeah, genuinely like her. tears coming out of their eyes like, oh, Miss Gary's talking about porn. <laughs> And it was like, fuck, guys, come on. And she was indulging it. She kept yeah, fucking, she, like, sitting there asking questions and, like, engaging with this. Because she, she eats off that as well, I think. Yeah, she, she enjoys it. it. She liked it. And, like, she's a friendly person. But, like, yeah, fuck, it was just, it was cringeworthy, I thought. And then she came over to our table. We're like, no, I missed. No, <laughs> no, no we're, not, not, we're, we're not talking to you after that. <laughs> oh, boys, what do you mean? No, yeah, literally. Oh, come on. But, like, yeah, fuck, it was pretty bad. Yeah, Miss, Miss Gary, yeah. She's a bit of a interesting teacher, one of my favourites. What oh, about definitely. you? Did you have a favourite teacher? Favourites. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe not, because in the um, last year in grade 12, I think, honestly, I, I really enjoyed school. Like, I got on with uh, all my teachers. Um, so my six teachers were Tamati for maths, Kate Moore, SOR, um, Gary English, Nelson Literature... Jones Accounting, Lucia Delvecchio French. Mm. Um, and honestly, they're all good teachers. Hey, but that, that, that could be your ideal smoke circle. Oh, just remember be. those names. Yeah, just chuck could them be. In the end. Could be. Um, but yeah, no, Tamati I didn't particularly uh, get on with. 
think he was just cooked the entire time. Oh, he's just fucking... He was alright. He's a nice bloke, but he was pretty... He wasn't very switched on, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, he's a bit out of it. But Minim- minimum effort. This is a video. Have you seen it? I don't know where it came from, but of him pulling a cupcake out of the cupboard behind his desk and eating it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Mate, he, was, he got video. munchies, mate. He was cooked he the entire time, He literally pulls a fucking... A plate with a cupcake out of this cupboard like 20 minutes into the lesson and just starts eating it in that room. It's fucking... Really fucking funny. I can't Bloke, remember the video came sat down at his desk for... Like a hundred percent of the oh, master yeah. class. Oh yeah, he never did fucking anything, and that's the same with the classes he had all year. Like, nice enough guy, but like, yeah, I don't know if the effort was there. But anyway, um, <laughs> fucking bloke. Favorite, not him, not the favorite. Um, I like Lucia Del Vecchio, but that was probably probably to do with the um class more than anything. because yeah. there was like six people in the class, and obviously more you could get away with more. Yeah. Basically. Uh, more attention Nelson was fucking funny I've got some good stories about Nelson Nelson yeah I never had him Mr. Nelson so not Brad Nelson he nah. was the old looking bloke <laughs> dub. who looked sick um, like ill nah, um, I, I know who you're talking about <laughs> and um, oh yeah some fucking funny it probably was him the literature class was really funny and um, I was in it with Jordan Wyborn and Charlie Charlie Wilkinson and we, we kind of took the piss out of it a little bit. Like, people were serious about it, but we kind of cruised by. And, um, God, there was some funny chat. Like, uh, one lesson, I, I must have been talking shit, and I said something about girls, and he pulled us up, and he's like, Mac, what did you say? And Jordan goes, oh, he's just having he's just having girl problems, sir. And he literally goes, oh, I thought you were as gay as a meatball, Mac. <laughs> I was like, what is the it, fuck? Is a meatball gay? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I have no meatball idea. Gay. What does that mean? He said, oh, I thought you were as gay as a meatball. And I was like kind of stunned for a sec. Jordan absolutely pissed himself laughing and still calls me meatball. Meatball. Um, to this day. But yeah, to this day. I still stuck. get meatball from him, but I was kind of shocked. And at that point, I was like, oh, what the fuck's all that about? I was shitty about it, which was like, I don't know why. It was funny. Um, First being implied that you are gay. Yeah, and I don't know why that got me shitty, but, like, I thought it was funny. It was funny looking back. And um, he had it. He actually had a few, like, I don't know if you say homophobic or homosexual comments. Yeah. But some other ones, he, um, there were a few blokes in that class that, you know, might have been a bit on the fence. Possibly yeah. a little bit. Um, Are you going to name drop them? No, I won't. <laughs> but you, you can imagine uh, in that class, there were a few blokes that were probably gay and, um, one one lesson, like, this is after all the meatball chat. Nelson goes, um, uh, boys, like, we're, we're not going to make homosexual comments. We're not going to make homophobic comments anymore. Like, let, let's not make fun of that, okay? And then, literally, he gets Jordan and Charlie to agree to, like, yeah, okay, sir. Later that lesson, he's giving out cupcakes for some reason, and he gives out, he pulls out, like, chocolate ones for everyone, and he gives to Charlie and Jordan two pink ones, and goes, oh, here you go, boys, you want these ones? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan and me just burst out laughing. Like, oh, sir, you just broke your own fucking rule. Come on. And, like, fuck, it was just a really funny classroom. Like, and he had a good laugh at that as well. Like, yeah, it was really funny. The, he, old, um, the old Don. I've had a couple of old Dons um, yeah. do some pretty interesting things. There was one time I was in FTV and um, Mr. Perez, he was in oh, the shit. class across. He's a botter. And we just, we hear him yelling at the top of his lungs at some student. And we, at first we're like, oh, ha ha, some kid's getting in trouble. Mm. And then um, we we stop, we pause, and then we actually try and listen to what he's saying. Yeah. And he goes, you do not 
Say that about a female and all this oh, shit. Here we it was go. So bad. Yeah. It was shit. So everyone just he was like, a uh, silence. He's a very passionate bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. He got when he was fucking riled up. He was properly riled up. I'm coaching with him. This um. He's a bit of a spin out, isn't season. he? He's one of the coaches. He'd be alright in coaches. I think yeah, as a coach, he takes himself very seriously. Yeah. But I think he actually does coach a decent level outside of school. I yeah. think he's involved with UQ, UQ footy. You reckon? Oh, I know or George is. George is yeah, doing George like and Dougal are both of them are and um oh no Dougal that's the one <laughs> yeah Dougal the second yeah fuck George isn't uh Dougal is um and I'm pretty sure he coaches Paris but yeah I I didn't get on with him took himself a bit seriously I think uh we're gonna cut to a segment where I put this in the chat um uh for Joel to see uh everyone pretty much it's a new segment where we talk about dreams I've had. And we're gonna make oh, comments. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I thought this would be a good idea. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about this little gr- little dream I had the other other night. Mm. I've been been experimenting and trying to get into lucid dreaming, which is being able to control your dreams and that sort of shit. Hasn't worked, but I do think I got sleep paralysis for like a couple minutes. Like I couldn't move oh, and me. shit. Yeah. And what do you actually do to um? try to train yourself to lucid dream just like when you're falling asleep you kind of like keep a journal of what your dreams are and then you yeah. go back to what your last dream was last night and That's you just kind of imagine it use all your five senses what you hear smell yeah touch and shit and and then you set an alarm for like 3 3 a.m into the night like maybe four to five hours after you fall asleep okay and try you to wake up, up yeah you wake up and then you go to sleep using the same tactic you kind of tell yourself, you know, I'm going to have a lucid dream and all this shit. And then it theoretically is meant to put you into like some REM cycle kind and then you can control manifesting your Manifesting it. Yeah. Oh, Argy <laughs> We won't get into <laughs> that. But um, yeah, so this is a dream I had the other night. And I want... Do you, the first question I got asked, do you know who the um, yeah, impractical jokers are? Yes. Yeah, you yeah, do. Funny. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. This will work then. Um, so the dream was... I was going on a family trip to an island. We were on mm. the barge. We go over and we get to this island with my family and there are a bunch of like drillers. It turns out it's like a, an drillers. army base, like yeah. drills. Yeah. And um, I look up in the sky and I see this massive plane, like a futuristic jet flying overhead. And I'm like, okay, we're at an army base. I worked that part out. And there was a female driller. She was drilling in the ground where we were going to park. Yeah. Dad tries to pull in and she starts getting mad at him. And they have like an hour long fight over fucking all this shit. And she starts bringing up how she's an army veteran and all this stuff. And it, it, kind of, it went on in, in segments. And then all of a sudden the, the impractical joker showed up one at a time. It was pretty, it was a weird dream. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what a fucking twist. <laughs> I don't know why they were there, but they were. And, and now it gets to the weird part. This is like towards the end of the dream and I woke up after this happened. So yeah. the argument had ended. Everyone went inside except for Q, you know, Q and Mer, who were sitting around the side of the house. And <laughs> I was there, I was outside about to walk inside and I saw... Q <laughs> kissed Mer on the lips. Like, yeah, I know. And, it's a pretty fucking But it seemed, seemed like Q was making a leap of faith. Like there was some unspoken bond between them and Q just kissed him. And then my final comments on that dream were weird as fuck. Weird as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, I fucking agree with that. Do you feel like in that you, you had any like 
control in that? Like, no, no wasn't control Lucy. whatsoever. No, definitely so long not. for the ride in that. <laughs> yeah, I woke up after it. I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is happening? I woke up after that because I'm like, nah, this ain't right. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Wow. Do you reckon there's any psychologist that could help me out and work out what the fuck that meant? Is it, do you reckon there's any meaning behind that dream? Oh, I can think of at least one, yeah. Oh, you Nost? He might be able to decipher that. Argy Nost. Find out what's what real, what was real and what wasn't in there. What that. does it mean, Argy Nost? Why am I dreaming of Im- the impractical jokers kissing each other? Am I... It must mean something. <laughs> something embedded deep within me. Mm. Have you ever had any weird dreams like that that um, you can remember? Yeah, I would say that I am actually... I do have lucid dreams. You do? You yeah. can control them? Yeah. Do like they... I, not that I can control them, but the I'm awake in them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, you can kind of feel I have, shit. like, agency in it. Yeah. No, I, I can't feel stuff. Like, it's not, mm. like, a full-on, like, I re- it really is real and indistinguishable. But, like, yeah, I, I do have dreams where I can usually, like, I'm conscious, I make choices, and, like, I'm aware that it, I'm in the dream and it's happening. What, what do you do? in those um, dreams like I don't think the last fly. weird one I had no it's never like it'll be a weird scenario but it's never like something that I couldn't be in because mm. like most of the time I think my dreams and it, it probably goes for most people come from like concerns or things that are on my mind or like yeah. scenarios playing out in your head that yeah that have they just have space in your head and they seem to come out in fucking dreams but yeah no I um yeah, so the most recent one I had, it was pretty weird. I um, We were at some sort of festival, and all the boys were there. It was sort of our group were there, mm. uh, and girlfriends. And we were sitting around in what... It was like this big open outside festival, and it seemed to be like this kind of... Almost like those circles at school, the circle soccer areas. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting around it in that sort of um, mm. posture, and... We were at this festival and everyone had these little bags of white powder. Oh, okay. Here we and go. <laughs> yeah, no, and they had like this yellow brand on it, like the little baggie was yellow mm. or something. And these people were coming around, which like you would assume were like police or seckies and yeah. talking to people and like really serious, like the kind of paranoia that ensues when you're yeah. worried about getting caught for something. So maybe that's where it comes from. But anyway, these like police slash security guards were going around talking to people and taking these bags and like i assume they were getting in trouble and basically in this dream i have two of these bags and they start coming towards us and i like put them down and like put them between my feet or something and hide them they come up and talk and they're like really sort of authoritative and scary like you don't want to fuck with these guys they're trying to get you in trouble um and there was this whole feeling i had of like oh shit, like I could be in serious trouble here. Like it was, this is like high end. Yeah. High end trouble. Like it was a dream, but like all the concerns in it were Real. sort of grounded in yeah. something that I've, we've all experienced mm. paranoia about what you've got on you. But, um, so anyway, I seem to get away inconspicuously from these guys coming up to talk to people and check everyone. And I head home and I get driven home by these two, um, these two girls who I don't know. Um, Why were you in the car with yeah, two yeah, girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> mate. Yeah. I was going to have to face that question why you, soon enough. Why were you dreaming about you, that? You being in a car with two randoms that you don't know. I don't know. Wasn't I, your girlfriend There wasn't the even a particular face to them. Mm. Uh, yeah, she was in it. And maybe but she you was... You ditched um, her to get in this car with no, two random yeah. girls. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> no, I'll keep going. Go, go, digging go. myself a fucking hole here. 
All right, well, we'll fucking we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But, um, yeah, so I'm in the car and they drop me home. And for, for whatever reason, I was living at the old house I had at the Gap. And we get home and, like, they just, they just drop me there. And I get out and go in. But these fucking... Yeah, the security... Sure, by, oh. sure mate. You're just changing <laughs> your I'm dream. not going to get away with this, am I? Um, I? So I get home and as they're leaving, these fucking security blokes show up. Like, they've followed us home. They knew. And in this dream, these two bags that I had, I leave them in the back seat, like, behind the driver's seat in the pocket of the car. I was in yeah. the back. And they come and question me. It's all really fucking serious. Like, they have, like, a suspicion that I had these things. Yeah. And I realised that these blokes were wearing yellow. And as dumb as this is, it was this whole conspiracy because the bags were yellow. Yeah. And they were wearing yellow. They, like, s- tried to set everyone up. Yeah. So they were, like, fucking... Oh. I don't know what their agenda was, but... Maybe it's a comment on today's society. Uh, yeah. It could be. It could go back to that. But the arrest of ethnics. They had a huge agenda, like this big setup sort of thing. But yeah. People getting in trouble. And anyway, they were in the car and we were leaving and I was really conscious of what I was saying and like, have you driven and stuff. Like they were trying to bust me. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't drink. I uh, drove home and these girls were here. So I don't know what the fuck that would have meant. But yeah. um, basically they go and search the car and... What I said, when, when they were asking me, did you drive? I said, yeah, I drove. And they said, which car? And I pointed to my car, mm. not the girl's car that dropped me off, yeah. which had the shit in it. And then they go and search it and fucking find it. And I just like majorly dogged them, threw them under the bus, get them arrested because I'm really fucking <laughs> paranoid about this. And I end up getting away with it. And I don't know, maybe they get fucking arrested and something, but that's where it ended that's where i woke up like it all led up to this big decision i had to make it's crazy that you remember all of that oh, i know it, kind of, it was it must have stuck intense. with you it yeah, would have it stuck did. with you there's a couple of days ago i had it and um oh yeah yeah fuck that um really weird like it all built up to this big decision i had to make where i ended up dogging these people these two randoms yeah yeah, what does that say about your character would you do that to us look i'm sure there'll be a few takes on that um <laughs> a few interpretations of that but no i don't think that is my character right, i don't think good. it is it's a sort of i guess it's like a selfish thing like i don't, I don't mm. want to get caught and, i wouldn't put it past ned yeah i wouldn't put it past him i mean there's better ways you can always just pretend to be asleep when someone's <laughs> after you this you, chat has been said <laughs> in every single I know. episode it doesn't deserve to go though <laughs> it doesn't deserve to go Mate, it, it needs to be brought up every time. That was the most silly. Uh, what do you think? Come on, that's just fucking hilarious. And you know what? You know what? It's it's like it's self preservation, but it's not dogging the boys. It's not dogging anyone. It was just um, the middle ground. You just look. Fall I, I question whether it really is going to. Do you reckon like, help you? You could go assault someone, and then the cops rock up midnight. <laughs> I'm asleep. I didn't see anything happen. Um, you know, a legal perspective of that, no, I don't think so. No, I don't. Very I don't think lawyer. you'd get away with that, to be honest. I'll sleepwalking, I promise. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take this moment to thank our sponsor of this episode, mm. The Chastity Belt. They've come to us to promote their newest product, The Verbal Chastity Belt. Got a mate that can't keep things to himself and has no common sense? We know you do. Mac does, I do. Mason Tong. The verbal chastity belt makes sure that they keep their mouth shut. Time to put that dog on the leash. Go to www.chastitybelt.com forward slash snooters for 20% off your first order. Mate, 
Yeah, fuck, that was pretty subtle. Yeah, we like yeah. that one. Just a little yeah, bit of a comment, a comment on the uh, the pretty, happenings of pretty today. Targeted but... advertising. Yeah, it happens. Interesting. All right, now we got we got some comments that you've taken note on from mm. previous yeah. episodes. I'm Look, going to give you the platform, and you can just have all a right, chat I'm on. to the audience okay. right now. So, um, these are a few comments that. You know, they're not particularly uh, controversial. I just thought they were funny. Yeah, all right. Uh, so this is some shit that's come up. So in Rob's episode, uh, I had a good laugh when he said, if someone cuts my hair off in my sleep, I'll cut their dick off. And I just thought, yeah, fuck, that's that's pretty fucking decent from him because <laughs> like, how many times has that come up, though? Yeah. Rob, I'm going to cut your hair off in your sleep. <laughs> no, fucking... no one would ever do it. No, one's no, gonna no one's going to do that. And I just thought it was a fucking funny response to it stepping out with that um uh ned gotta go back to ned and i think it's something he said deserves a response um well you were talking about jim we were talking about jim going to jim and he there was a bit of praise like i was fucking feeling pretty good but (laughs) ned was aware of that and he clapped back with a having said that he's still a shit cunt yeah he just had to lower the ego yeah yeah no and um yeah fair yeah, I'll take that. The, contain the flame. You know, I think generally you're either a, a great bloke or you're a fucking swole bloke and you wouldn't want to be neither, would you, Ned? No. No. No, that'd be shit. Um, and the next one was... Uh, this was you. and I, This was fucking funny. This just gave go. me a good chuckle. You were talking about shit you'd watch with Rob, I think. And you were like... You said, I was cooked and watched The Office... I realised, fuck, this is a gay show. It's true. <laughs> where, where does that come from? No, because you watch shows when you're sober and you're like, yeah, this is funny. Oh, that was funny. And like... then you, you <laughs> re-watch them when you're cooked and you realise they're the most unrealistic thing. thing, 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 thing you could analyse. Like, yeah, that's true. The overthinking yeah, fucking gets to you. But... Just think, oh, what were the writers doing when they said this shit? And like, what the <laughs> fuck is this about? You have this huge fucking awareness of like, yeah. all the fucking agendas that are going on acting never seems real yes uh, having said that i think like when i'm cooked i've been out of fucking just sit down and watch mm. anything honestly last night i when i came home we had that little pipe me and ned and i came home and i watched <laughs> the adam project it's this what's that it's a movie with ryan reynolds where basically he goes back in time to mm. get his younger self to help him destroy time travel which his dad created and all Fuck, that, that shit. sounds all right and i realized halfway through right, a bit complicated <laughs> it was a bit much to follow but yeah, I, was, like, I was watching it and i realized like you ever get like high and you can't recognize someone's face you know what i mean like i'll look at someone like i was looking at ryan reynolds yeah. i'm like why does his face look mushy like i couldn't really like focus on it like, your vision just gets blurred. People get mushy. <laughs> Man, I don't know. It's just something something, something wrong with my eyesight when I'm, when I'm cooked. Yeah, like, fuck. Everything else turns into That sounds blur. like a lot to think about when you're cooked as well. Like, yeah. simplicity is fucking everything. Being Like, watching fucking Madagascar or Surf Surf or something. Like, it's just <laughs> so pleasurable watching, like, a stupid kid's movie. Like, yeah, I know. And even even still watching that shit, like, when I watch Surf Surf, I'm like, oh, damn, Cody sounds like a fuckwit when yes. he talks. Like, yes. Yeah, I want to go for a surf, dude, or, like, whatever he says. Can't, There's can't so much it. awareness of it. Yeah. Ah. Oh, grade 12. Grade 12. Mm. Trip to Switzerland with Kobe. Tell us some stories. 
um, stories, things oh, that happened. No, this is your really chance happened. to throw Kofi under. Uh, what, what happened? Tell us. Oh fuck! Throw him under. Ah, uh, yeah, there is um a bit to talk about there. Yeah, go. So things with Kofi throwing him under. Um, I don't know how uh, how far we'll go with this, but he um got himself into a difficult situation with a fellow exchange student. A fellow exchange student. Yes. Mm. Uh, she, she's we, female. and um, A difficult situation. Look, there's sense? no... Um, he's not in the wrong here. But basically, they um, went and... I, I would say that it, enough time has passed that this is... It's not too soon. They went and um, hung out for the day. Uh, had a few drinks. And what ended up happening was they were leaving his house or wherever they were mm. and she was very very sick like like very sick vomiting yeah. in public and um bad. you know obviously they'd been drinking together and i suspect that she wasn't sort of up to it really like she probably hadn't mm. drank much and you know me and Kobe were fine by then but she wasn't up to it and she was pretty sick uh here on, on the train vomiting on the train That's on on drunk. him and basically what it turned into was uh, she had to come and... I think she went to hospital, honestly. Like, they were looking at a stomach pump. Kobe um, roofied her. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, there's only two people. Maybe just there's only one person that knows knows the truth in this situation. Yeah, she couldn't uh, remember. She was roofied. <laughs> no, I, I know Kobe, and he would play fair. He, he would roofie himself as well. If he, was, if he was in that situation. If we go down, we go down together. Yeah, exactly. He'd play fair. Um... So, yeah, look, it, it ended pretty badly. It ended with um, uh, the girls' exchange family and Australian family becoming aware of it oh, no. and the organisers of the trip becoming aware of it oh. and you know, some uh, emails sent around trying to blame him and stuff. I, I only heard the, the minimalistic part of this story, how some girl threw up on it. I oh, no, there was part. a bit to it. There was quite a bit to it. It was, it was very concerning. There was even some bit how I thought I was going to fucking get blamed for it but that was probably more me than anything um but yeah that that was a funny time honestly so switzerland was a funny time did she get kicked off the trip or anything no or? no nothing like really came of it in the moment i think there was like an email sent after it had all happened yeah. um which i'm pretty sure went to the wrong people i'm pretty sure it got sent to george and the perezes and really? this whole thing was over cope and the like nasty email about it got sent to them <laughs> Which is like a bit fucking strange, but um, yeah, it was. Yeah, overall, it was a good trip. Like that's obviously his, his fucking one, potentially the only thing that went wrong. So mm. yeah, no, nah, it, it was a good fucking trip, really. Had Kobe got lucky over there? Ha, huh. that's what I heard. Yeah, look, there's um, again, that's probably one that's hard to confirm. <laughs> it's a probably story. probably hard to fact check. Um. You know, Kopi knows the answer to that. There's and a lot then, of things you can't fact check with Kopi. Maybe Nathan knows the answer to that, but, they, you know, just them. Mm. Um, Who knows the story about the wallets? Who took uh, them? There's only one man you can ask. You know, that, that goes back before me. I wasn't <laughs> even at Maris, so... Neither was I, but we, we still, <laughs> yeah. both, we still yeah, both know about it. We're still going to fucking... Did, did, just what's your opinion? Did he, did he do it? My opinion on it, yeah, um... Yeah, look, I, I think he did. Yeah, mm. yeah. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. look, I've played Monopoly with him <laughs> enough times to know he's a thief. So, say, or maybe it was Riley O'Brien. 
we played poker the other night, right? We get um, two two pairs each, the same two pairs, and yeah. then I have a higher kicker. And he's like, nah, nah, that's a split pot. I'll look it up later. Just it's talking a, shit. It's a big pot. He was chatting so Just much shit. Just talking shit. It was a yeah, pot like right. 20 chips. It, it was a 40 chip pot and he took half of them. And That's I game got changing. Very soon. That's game changing. Uh, it is. And yeah, look. he. Uh, it's a pretty loose interpretation of the rules, I think. No, House the, rules. Normally you'd think, you know, we'll wait till a fact check. But no. <laughs> it, was, it was already in his fucking, in his little, in his little money stack before I could say otherwise. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, we, we're we're going to move through this. We got fuck Murray Green out now. This is a this is a oh shit potty favorite. Everyone loves this. We got we got a couple. Uh, of look, I probably have to preface this and say um, uh, I got to um, possibly tread carefully on this question. So anyway, let's hear it. There's no there's no treading carefully. No treading carefully on this question. You're either in your or you're out. All right, right first up. fuck Murray Green out. Ned Robo Joel. You know. oh, thank God. First of all, thank God that hump <laughs> isn't as controversial as I thought that'd be. No, no, it's um, fine. It's a good, good question. These, these have, ones are pretty. Who do you have? Ned, Ned, Robbo, and Joel. Okay, fuck Mary Green. Yeah. Robbo looks like a woman, so that's a plus. Fuck. Ned's Mary Ned's nice and small. Green out. Ah. Okay. Um. Go back. Go back. Let's see. Um. Green out. Ah. Uh, no, fuck, fucking marry her a little bit harder. So, I, I'm gonna start with the pilchard here. Pilchard. Uh, Where do you put him? I could green him out, definitely. Um, not yes. to, not to say you couldn't with the other two. Um, you know, right now I say green out Robbo because yeah, Robbo. Yeah, I just think that that's probably the easiest situation there. You're right. He does look like a woman. Do you reckon um, he deserves it? Yes. Green out. Yeah. <laughs> he does. It. Yeah. What he about does. what about Joel? Has Joel <laughs> greened out yet? I don't think uh, he has been visited by Paul. No, Paul Paul has um, signed him a few times, but he seems to always fucking get away with it. In some oh, way. yeah. No, I do remember now. He's been close. Yeah, we were in the valley and he had a fucking go. He had a meeting with Paul. Didn't end out. Mm, it never does. Well. No, it never does. Uh, so, um, you know what? I, I'd probably have to say out of Piltred and Joel, probably have to fuck Joel, I think. Um uh, <laughs> look, it, you'd marry Ned. Yeah, I guess I would marry fucking Pilchard. I think he'd do my head in, but <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. That's where it's left. Um, what I would, why would I say that? I guess Joel's, um, you know, the the cross dressing happens pretty yeah. often, and uh, you know, there's a point where that's uh, Joel's a one a reoccurring one. joke, a strongly reoccurring <laughs> joke. Would you add Joel to your <laughs> roster, or would you just one night stand Joel? Uh huh. <laughs> Is he on a regular, regular rotation? Oh, look, we—I'd say it's probably a one night thing. We'll see, like you, you know, para, para manly game potentially. potentially. Joel's going to come on next week I and be that's... like, "What does Max saying mean? He doesn't want to fight <laughs> multiple times." I think that's later, like in the season, something to be considered on. Yeah, para manly night. Yeah. <laughs> Depend on the score, really, in terms of what actually happens. It'll depend on who wins that game. Uh, we got the second one now. This one, this one's a bit easier. This, that one was hard, believe it or not. All right. Yeah. So you have three options. Fuck, Mary Green out. You got Trinity, Maddie Curtin, and Maddie. Curtin. Oh, you fuck. Yeah, you up. have to pick Maddie Curtin for 
two options. <laughs> <laughs> There's no escape. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's fucking no escape from that question for me. <laughs> Alright, so you're going to answer oh. it or you're going to give it a pass? <laughs> no, I'm going to pass that. I mean, part of the question's pretty clear. I mean, you know, I, I would actually say, fuck, marry Green out. Um, all three of them, Trin. Alright, uh, move all on. Th- yeah, let's move on. All three of yeah, them, Trin. Yeah. Why do you want her to Green out? <laughs> no, we'll move on. We'll, we'll oh, move look, on. yeah, no, she's Paul and Pauline Green out. I think it's a uh, got a nice ring to it. And it's, <laughs> Paul um, and Pauline Green out. Was, have, in fact, the case. Have you ever night. seen... A woman green out before? Female? Uh, no, I've seen like a few, not as far as a green out, more of a pass out. Uh, but no, I haven't. I haven't. Have you seen a girl green out? Mm, I'm trying to think, but I really don't think think I have. But I've seen some pretty bad performances from a lot of the, a lot of people. Oh, definitely. Like casual people who don't do it very often. Mm. and It just takes a little bit and then that's it. That's like... To be honest, that sums up, like, half of my fucking experiences. Yeah. Um, to be honest, but, yeah, it's... You gotta fucking be ready for it, that's for sure. You gotta know what to expect. What would you say if I told you me and Sean had a session together and told no one about it years ago? What would be your reaction a to that? A sesh? What, like, a bit of... We both smoked. I've seen him cooked. What would be your response? Fuck. Um, if that was the case... He's left, by the way. Uh, yeah. He's not here anymore. He's not here. Um... Yeah, fuck. Uh, I would be surprised. I would be surprised because why would you suppress that? <laughs> I'm interested. Did it happen? No, I didn't. Imagine if it did, though. Fuck, though. Like, yeah, that would be insane. Now no I one think... knows if I'm just saying that to cover it up. Maybe it did mm, happen. There's uh, no way of really knowing. No, I think at some point we would have heard it from one of you because that's just too fucking... That's just too good to keep to yourself. Why would you, like... That's a whole experiment that everyone should be part of. Mm. And it, I reckon it'll happen. It'll happen. One day. One day when he realises. Yeah. Yeah, it could. When he fucking wakes up to himself. <coughs> Gets his shit sorted. Alright, so we're going to segue into the ideal smoke circle. But first I want to ask you, is there anyone besides Snooters and Trinity? Because I know you smoke with her a bit. Mm. That you, you like to smoke with outside of Snooters and Trinity can't oh, be counted. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, yeah, then she is the obvious one, so yeah. I'll, I'll start from there. Um, I think outside of Snooters, uh, someone said it already. I think it was Rob. Nathan. Nathan, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nathan Harding, very funny person to smoke with. Very, very funny. Um, Sinclair. Oh, he's just <laughs> fucking... Really fucking funny. High energy when he's cooked, and yeah. that's probably similar to me. I find that funny. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, look at other mates that I've done it with, um, and I have with a few others. Um, but it's like, I think there's so many practices that we have, like just cultural things that we do. The yeah. culture of the group when we cook that it's like... The, the inside like jokes. Yeah, the, exactly. Keep coming. Like, yeah. Do you um, think that one day we dry out? Like there's no, something that keeps, we can't keep... Shit talk. just keeps getting rehashed. It's, it's like, funny though. It's fucking funny. It's, um, it's great because the, the new stuff comes in and it's great for a while and then it goes kind of under but it mm. resurfaces like maybe in a month, couple months time and it's just as gold as the day it mm. was. That's was true. created. I, um, Jordan Knox. 
Geordie and Nosh. Yeah, they're, they're pretty funny to smoke with. Very funny. I could picture Geordie being funny, but um, oh, they're never really drunk anyway. or smoke uh, around Knox either, so... Yeah, he um takes a bit to get through him, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> like, uh, he needs a double the size Knox of a regular joint. is the only person who I've seen, like, actually been there for the whole time, witnessed, drink an entire case. That's fucked. Like, I've seen him drink 24 cans. That is so fucking unreal. Yeah, yeah. What were they? Golds? Yeah, they're golds. Just and like, one standard. Just went inch. through them. Yeah. He slowed just down, but like actually stop. drinking 24 beers in a night. Fucking hell. When, I, when I'm pretty sure start? he like fell over afterwards. Um, <laughs> when when did the night start? You need to talk me through this process. Uh, we were at the Gap. We were at his. And um, I'm not really sure why I was there. Like I'm, I'm definitely mates with um, him and Jordan. But otherwise, it's like a pretty different group. Uh, you guys probably know it's like... Uh, Ed, Haley, uh, Nilso, um, and others. But yeah, no, we were at his house and it was literally just like not even that big a night and it was a free and Knox was there with his case of mm. beer and he made it his mission to get through them and he looked crook like he was in the absolute fucking trenches and yeah, just pushed through it. Like actually went through with it. 24 and it's like, fuck me. That's, that's like a mission that only certain few like select individuals have had the willpower to come the willpower and the fucking genetics and the piss fitness to do that because holy (laughs) literally i don't even think he vomited like to be honest (laughs) just like no tackies yeah i'm pretty sure he didn't like he dead set just somehow fucking put all this fucking beer in here how does your like stomach hold that i don't know how your stomach or your mind can be okay with that like fucking yeah Anyway, yeah, he he doesn't like a cone either, and he yeah, quite funny on it. Uh, we'll move we'll move on to ideal smoke circle. I see you've already you've already yes. picked your five. I've given some thought to this, and um, look, in terms of this circle, maybe it's more of an experiment. I like to see how these people would go. Um, so I'm going to start with obviously I'm there. I would like to see Snoop there because Snoop yeah, obviously yep. he's gonna fucking do well and that's just like it's it's one spot in the in the smoke circle that just it has yeah, to go yeah and he's in. fucking funny like mm. really funny and I think his reactions would be good to the next people mm. Paul Stamet I would oh, fucking like fantastic have, fun guy I would fucking love to have Paul Stamet there um because like yeah, he can do his own shit he can do whatever he wants yeah uh, if that's he probably wants to fucking eat some overdose mushrooms. on mushrooms and that's fine but I just think he would, like, have the, just these strangest angles on shit. Like, he'd be going through something. And yeah, no, but he'd be talking about, like, the fucking, I don't know, he'd like, all the neuropathways in his consciousness or some shit. And, like, he'd have all this technical shit going on. Tell you how God's a mushroom. And all yeah, literally, and, like, religion and society <laughs> developed from yeah. mushrooms. You know what I worked out the other day? Paul Stammer, you know how he wears that hat? Yeah. It's a mushroom. It's like made of mushrooms, and I'm not even like trying to pull Yankee Chain here. Like, it's it doesn't even surprise me. And so, the point is, you'd have him there with all this like spiritual shit, and like maybe some of it scientific or at least trying to. And then I'd have Oggy Nost there, of course, of course, he would be fucking funny because I reckon you'd have Snoop and uh Paul Stammer talking about like they're all so fucking high and shit, and uh. Fucking Oggy Nost just be like, I'm in the fucking shadow realm right now and like all the curtains are being pulled back and I can see what's happening clearly now. Like all this fucking all this fucking I manifested conspiracy this shit would start pouring out like 
he Boys can see life for what it really trying is. Trying to get you to do a group manifestation. Yeah, session. literally, like he just have the fucking weirdest takes on things, <laughs> and I just think it'd be funny to have him there. He really would like, and you just have, you just have a look at him as well. Um, so those three, and then um, uh, these last few were like a little bit um, stirring. Alex Jones. Sean would love to have a seat down with Alex. Jones. Yeah, he would, and. If for anyone who doesn't know, he's the fucking American commentator who like yeah, a very controversial just a conspiracy theorist. Oh, like all it, his, some of the stuff he talks. He about says is, some ridiculous shit. Um, like, we we were listening to this podcast. I think it was you, me, and Joel. We were yeah. listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Alex Jones, and he <laughs> one line stood out: "All war is drugs." Yeah, because the Nazis took DMT to win the war. Oh, he to just win the has war. all these ridiculous takes on shit like. <laughs> He, he seems to be made up, like, he's seemingly just, things that he couldn't a, know. Yeah. Um, and he'd be fucking funny. He'd just be full of shit. And I think the others would not particularly like him. I mm. wouldn't. Oh, I think he's just a fucking Are, are you not and Alex Jones just, would just start throwing hands? <laughs> Mac would yeah, be there to stir. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the whole point of this. Like, it's almost an experiment. Yeah. Seeing what happens when you put all these people in the same <laughs> environment and add some... Under bump. some influence, yeah. Literally... Uh, and then the last spot, um, I rethink this. I'd probably have, um, I'd probably have one of the boys or or Trin, um, but I've actually given it to Brucey. Brucey, Fraser. Yeah, Brucey. I've given it to fucking Fraser Brucey, just because I think the sheer fucking the yarns. difference, and yeah, the fucking yarns he has, and like he's completely fucking authentic like he's yeah. himself like he just fucking what you see is what you get he just start crapping on about shit and then it wouldn't be him talking shit like it's It'd just be... him so, being a funny bloke do you reckon some of the stories he told us at fraser were any way real or do oh, you... probably full of shit all his stories about how he used to knock up all the um european backpackers <laughs> and <Send> then <laughs> Yeah. All these bastard children in Europe. Probably a bit Look, fabricated. It's probably full of shit, but like... It's still a good story. Yeah, fuck, he was a funny bloke. And yeah, he, he obviously doesn't mind a chop, so I think he'd be pretty fucking funny. I'll tell you, nothing better. Nothing, nothing better. better. I've only seen that video about 400 times. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. Robbo's sending it to the <laughs> chat every now it. and then. Loves it. Oh. How about... um? Now that Sean's left, we can, we can have some uh, discussion about his current state of spam in the oh, group here we chat. Go. Well, what do you think? Um, look, sometimes it's funny. I think, like, the memes, I don't have a problem with, like, the um, anything that's just meant to be funny yeah. is okay. But, like, when it gets into, like, the, all the fucking lifestyle shit, like, I'm just off it. The kind of, um, whoever that fuckwit is who talks about sushi and calls everyone ants and all that garbage. Like, I'm off the serious shit, like, the hustle grind culture stuff I find it really annoying and like frankly they're not fucking it's not goals yeah. it's not goals so yeah it's like obviously it's not going to be well received so I don't know why it's sent to the group yeah yeah. Um, I think Dylan I'm trying to find it now Dylan said something that really cracked me up um, Sean went through uh, <laughs> he went through a spam of three two two random videos and then a photo of um Thomas Shelby from Piggy yeah. Blinders. And Dylan said, please, Storm, Sean, stop spamming the chat. And he says, Sean goes, 
oh, I'm just trying to provide a bit of guidance. And he's like, Hi, yeah, cheers, <laughs> cheers, mate. That that photo of Thomas Shelby really opened my <laughs> eyes. It's like, that shit made me yeah, it's fucking laugh out loud. Like, the fair cheers. comment. And like, I don't get the obsession with Thomas Shelby either. Like, is uh, it like, uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty fucking cool, obviously. But like, why is it, why is he associated with all the fucking hustle culture and everything? Yeah, I don't know. It's just on there, but... I just I just remembered we, we, we didn't make a promise at the start of this episode that we would we would talk about the, the GT. The GT story. We've left we, oh, yeah. we we couldn't end this podcast properly without talking about your GTs or your fucking what's it called? Your dart snub nosed dart or whatever you It was a golden trevally. It so was, also a GT. Was. Oh really? Yeah. So it was. Yeah. So you work it out in the end? Yeah, me and me and Joel kinda had to think about it and it Probably was a golden trevally. I yeah. think he 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 realised that it wasn't a snub-nosed dart. I don't know if he asked his folks or something, but it was an unfound species. You just yeah, discovered a new could have species been. Of could have fish. been, and fucking yeah, that was the end of it in the fridge at Fraser. Um, yeah, so the two fish. Um, well, the first one was at Fingal, and I was down there. Um, we, me, Ned, and Joel were down on the beach having a fish, and. Um, it had been a pretty shit session. Weather wasn't great. Uh, nothing was really doing. We just decided to go down for a chill fish. Um, Ned's tackle broke immediately, uh, which is not that not all that surprising. So he was just walking around talking shit after about five minutes. Um, and I gave up. Yeah, Joe gave up, and yeah, you end up coming down. But um, we, me and Joel went for a walk way further down to beach, try to find something decent and. I started casting, hadn't got anything, and first cast in this spot that looked a bit different. Um, massive fucking hookup, like something grabbed the rod, fucking took it, like proper, proper run, and I was thinking, right, this is going to be like either a big stingray or a shark, like this is yeah. not what I want to catch. Um, and also the gear was whiting gear, it really wasn't fucking... You weren't, you weren't no, prepared I wasn't expecting to catch it this at all, no. calibre of fish. No, I wasn't, and fought it down the beach, this bloke came and watched this young bloke and sent me the photos of it which was cool um and ended up with the gt and i ended up playing it out for about 10 minutes and walking down the beach um maybe 100 meters 200 meters and when i finally got it in brought it up on the beach it was fucking hoorahs and everyone was fucking cheering and yeah it was a fucking big fish like honestly it was a decent gt out of the surf um on like the shittest gear i was using whiting gear and Real surprised that it that it took it for one, and then that I could get it in. Would you say uh, that's like one of your top fishing experiences? Oh, for ever? sure, for sure. Like all the all the fishing I do with the boys is is enjoyable. I love yeah. it all, and the fact that we got a big fish doing that was mm. was insane. Really, I love beach fishing. It's so fucking chill. Yeah, is that like your top catch, or is that like up there? Oh, it'd be I know up, it's there. up there, but yeah, definitely be up there. And like in terms of GTs, like I've I've got. A few that size, but it was in different, different scenario. Always off the beach? No, never off the beach. I think that's pretty rare. I was up um, Thursday Island up north in the Torres Straits where it's fucking... You'd have to be trying not to catch them. Yeah. They're just fucking everywhere. So, no, this this was... It really stood out. It was pretty amazing. Then we and the walked it back. Camping ground fucking was all over it. Cooked it down, yeah. Celebrities, fucking celebrities <laughs> walking in. Walking in with my massive fish mouth. Felt like I had the biggest dick as well. <laughs> All the old blokes were fucking going and saying, oh, nice fish, mate. Where'd you get that one? And, like, just <laughs> hyping me that? up. Yeah, no, it was fucking... Yeah, it was great. 
It really was great. And then came back with nothing the next day. And that was... Uh, yes. Yeah, that was shit. Show, you that, show them that you're human. Yeah. I mean, that's New South Wales, to be honest. I think, what can you expect? I think overall it was very disappointing, that trip with the uh, Fingal Tavern. Yeah. Oh. Chindra Tavern being closed, very disappointing. Missing the fucking palmy. Disaster. New South Wales. Yeah, well, what can you expect, really? Um, then we got the, the bust up at Fraser. That yeah, fuck, one. that was mad. So that was a similar fish, like decent GT. And um, what? So I think we we're going to pick up Kopi. Everyone was in the car going to pick yep. up Kopi. And me and Mason saw a bust up. We we're like, no, nah, let us out here, let us out here. We jumped out and got the rods, had some flicks, birds hitting the water everywhere, like bait everywhere. It was going off. And my first cast with this lure hooked up on it, had a decent fight. Not huge, but obviously a big fish um, taking line. Brought it in, and yeah, this is another fucking big GT. And that was that was fucking sick. And then we kept fishing there. We didn't get another one, um, but we were getting heaps of big dart. And yeah. Oh, it was fucking fun. It was an absolute adventure. We um, waited for you guys to come back, and yeah. then when you pulled up in the car and saw it, that was fucking sick. Yeah, meanwhile, me and, me and Joel <laughs> were just sitting in the car watching this dingo, waiting for fucking Kopi to hurry up so we could go hit that. Oh, I know. It right. was... I'm glad I got out of the car, but also I would have been pissed if I had missed out on that. And yeah, well, you and Joel had been there catching them, and I was in the car. Yeah, I'd be spewing. I mean, I'm not that passionate of a fisherman. I just don't have that in my blood like you blokes. But mm. when I saw that, even I was like, oh, holy thrills fuck. Thrills are thrills. Yeah. Like, yeah, fucking oath. It was... I really enjoyed about that trip, the um, shark fishing, just going and sitting down with everyone. It was a mission. It was yeah, a five-day mission fucking to mission, catch, a, wasn't it? catch a fucking And we got shark. one. Fucking shout out to Mason there. Good fish. Um, But yeah, no, it's more just like sitting around with the boys and having everyone there. It was was good fun. Not everyone has to fucking participate in it. Yeah, that's true. And everyone's there anyway, so it's, yeah. Towards the latter half of the trip, I was was losing my confidence. I was losing my confidence. Yeah, I was losing my fucking patience with it. But anyway, that's fishing. Yeah, that is fishing. I think that's a pretty good end to it. That's fishing. That's a good little chat. Thank you for coming on, Mac. We're going to wrap up the episode here. All good, mate. Thanks for having me. No worries, and we'll see you again in season two. Everyone, that's going to do us for season one, episode oh, three. Shit. Please check us out, uh, the bonus content at the end of the season. Get ready, get keen, and we'll see you all next Fucking week. Keen.